Hello and welcome to the Catholic Nerds Podcast, your best source for quality Catholic nerdery. This is Scott Smith and Colby Allen, Mary Reed and Cody Reed. And tonight we are going over Black Widow, uh, the what, new what? movie from Marvel. It's been what two years since we had a full-length Marvel movie. Something We've been like been that. enjoying all the TV shows in between. Um, first thoughts? What do y'all think? I expected to be disappointed. Um, How come? I just thought they weren't going to do right by her. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, technically they didn't. With the release date. Right, right. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was fairly satisfied with the movie. Like, I was surprised that I, that I was relatively satisfied with it, you know. I, I enjoy the movie. I was satisfied with the movie. Um, I, unfortunately, think it was, like, 10 years too late. Right. Yeah. I, I think that they needed to give her, her, her movie years ago, and it would have done... 30 times better you know um like yeah i think it was a great movie it's just like i said 10 years too late well and it, it also feels kind of weird to kill a character off in a franchise and then go back and do it, it feels kind awkward. of awkward yeah yeah it makes like, you wonder they, they, they really should have broken the mold and just went ahead and did it early well on. that makes it confusing because if you know they were killed off it was it their choice to leave in the first place or where they broke and had to beg and come back so they can have their own movie? Like, how does it work? <laughs> Which, I, I mean, I think they were already working on this one, weren't they? Like, like when Endgame was made. People have been asking made, for it. I mean, it was already on the schedule, I think, when yeah. Endgame was yeah, made. Yeah, no, it was on the schedule when yeah. Endgame was made. People have been asking hmm. for this one for years. And like, setting-wise, it takes place not long after Civil War, Avengers Civil War, or Captain America Civil War. So It's right after Captain America Civil War, or, well... It's, yeah, right after Captain American Civil War, but kind of towards the, it's actually happening towards the end of the movie of Captain America Civil War. Because the last thing that happens in Civil War is he breaks a bunch of them out of prison and that hasn't happened yet. In Which is what she's Black going Black. to do when she goes to get the, uh, the what you call the it? Quinjet. The Quinjet. Interesting. Hmm. It makes me wonder, was that the Quinjet in the last episode of Loki? Because it sure, I'm starting to think that's what it looked the most like. What, what did y'all think? I don't recall. I don't recall. You know, when they're zooming out from the, the galaxy and they you see like a little flash of an airplane and they've, or a spaceship and they've, the directors have since said, yeah, you should, you should recognize that it's a familiar ship. Hmm. Or could but, it, yeah, so was it. Was it the ship that Tony and Nebula were floating around in? Yeah. yeah. I'll have to go watch it again. I don't remember it at all. Yeah, because the Quinjet and that, maybe I'm confusing those two ships. But yeah. <laughs> oh, Scott, you're like confident. And then Mary's like, what is it? Oh, you're like, oh, well, yeah. No, I, oh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm speculating. Because just, it seems like it could be them like in the ship, like, like when they were in it in space because i mean yeah. the quinjet yeah no be. i mean hulk flew the quinjet off into space at the end of ragnarok at the end it, of um ultron oh ultron with, with loki though like it's fun 
but at the same time we're in a completely different timeline possibly yeah like it's a huge mess it's it's yeah we have no clue what's happening now like there's speaking anything can be speaking of timelines (laughs) uh, apparently scarlett johansson was not happy with the release timeline i love how you say apparently as though this is like hollywood gossip as opposed to like all written out very clearly in legal documents it's both it's hollywood gossip and it's legal yeah it is her own allegations so we don't even have to say allegedly yeah that uh so it was simultaneously released on disney plus for me premium and box offices and scarlet johansson her pay was based in part or large part on box office returns Mm -hmm. and since it was released on disney plus premium after that first weekend it had one of the steepest declines in box office revenues that anybody has ever seen jeez is um is that pretty much the story as y'all have heard it which i i also think that they really did her wrong with the did her wrong with the timing because Loki's finale was less than a week later mm-hmm. mm, and yeah. stole a lot of thunder, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like, God of thunder. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's, that's another, like why I think it was 10 years too late because it just, it clashes with all kinds of new stories. Right. Uh-huh. And Disney plus. Exactly. Yeah. And Disney, Disney plus. plus was even around back then. Yeah. Exactly. Why, why didn't they wait till Loki was concluded? And we were like, ah, I need more. Mm-hmm. Well, because what if starts, well, as of this recording, starts tomorrow. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. On, Disney animated, right? huh? on, on Disney, Disney Plus? Right? Huh? On Disney Plus? Yeah. It's oh, animated. Wow. It's animated. Okay. I've got a bunch of the old what if comics. <laughs> Which, by the way, I'm so excited. I saw one of the posters for the what if. And guess what they're going to be doing, or what it seems like they're going to be doing? Wolverine verse? No, I I didn't see that one. If that that exists, <laughs> that, that makes me even that more would excited. Make it more. <laughs> yeah. They're doing what if Marvel zombies? Uh, yeah. What? Yes, that's a whole. There was that's a, a whole. It's so good. It's so fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, there, there was uh, there were hands coming out the ground like over the what if. And there was a, a what looked like a zombified Captain America and a zombified Iron Man. This is just awesome. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> so good! Wow, you're I'm just pumped. taking everything I, I actually and ruining it. I actually wasn't excited about What If until I saw that poster. <laughs> like I was like, oh, What If? Yeah, that'll be interesting. I'll watch it for fun, but so now this, I'm really excited. <laughs> when this begs question too, and I guess it ties to what talk about with Black Widow, because I know. The whole Netflix phenomenon is people want to binge shows, right? Or they want to binge whatever they want to watch. And so I wonder if the media companies were, or they might have been testing, like we could just release whatever, whenever, and people are just going to watch it, right? It doesn't matter when it gets released because if it's popular, people want to see it, they're going to see it. But this might have been an experiment that says that might not be the case, right? right? Um, and, and how unintelligent. Well, I mean, it was smart on their part, but if she wasn't aware of the Disney Plus, I guess, potential, like, why didn't they negotiate also the Disney Plus premium charges into her contract? 
right? No. Well, this it's was because the contract was written before even Disney. The contract Plus was, was done. written before COVID and everything. Like this was all shot. You know. Then she should have fired her agent, or her attorney, because they missed it. I mean, honestly, that's probably what's going to happen. That's probably how they'll settle it out. Yeah, I, mean, I guess. Just, just like, oh yeah, we'll just give you a share of the Disney Plus revenue. Yeah. Yeah. One of uh, one of the, I think is the second, what if comic is uh, what if the Hulk had the brain of Bruce Banner? <laughs> oh, nice. So we already got that one. We already got that. Yeah. Yep. Well, and so also. Like not to, okay, to, to put forward for a moment of a feminist hypothetical here too, that they've they've released on Disney Plus several oh, yeah. movies that were supposed to be released in theaters, and almost all of them are female-led movies. The Mulan, the live-action Mulan, Black Widow, Cruella, um, kind of jungle cruise but of course jungle cruise has dwayne johnson and i don't know i'm just curious like it it kind of feels like they weren't giving them their moment in the sun to, to an extent you know but well, i wonder if part if that was environmental because of um i mean just environmental factors right with virus and people not going out in public and so they probably and they they have better control over the margins on their own product instead of giving it to the theaters yeah, I mean, there's probably a couple of different factors, but yeah, it probably it's not going to play out as well as historically what they right. did in theaters. I'm just curious, which I probably should have looked this up, but I'm curious, like, have they released other movies solely in theaters since the pandemic? They have. They that's what Disney. I thought. Disney has. Yeah. What? I, I'm pretty sure because I remember one that I was like, I really wanted to see that. I thought it was going to be on Disney Plus, but it's Let's not. Let's Google this. When was? When was it Disney may not Plus, have been Disney Plus though? When was Disney Plus Premium released? Mulan. Mulan was the first. The first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because we have it, but I don't pay attention to it. My guess is Disney doesn't like having to share power with the movie theaters. Oh yeah. You know and that's that's they, the thing. Supreme power. Well, didn't from uh, my experience was it what, Amazon making a bid for another studio recently? Like to acquire another studio? I think so. An acquisition? Yeah. So, but so I need it with Lord of the Rings in the theater. Um, what I was told is that basically none of the profits from the box office actually go to the theater. Right. The theater only makes money via concessions. Concessions, which is why everything costs so much. Yeah. Right. That's that's really the only way the theater makes money. Now, I could be wrong about this. But this is what I was told when I was working at Cinemark. Mm-hmm. So, that makes sense. But also, I think maybe it's to distribute slice of revenue, but just but then, very small. I think it's very small. Probably like lottery tickets to get like five percent or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the uh, but also the the production companies pick up all the marketing costs and all the, the distribution costs, like all that mm-hmm. stuff too. So for them to control all of that also is probably a factor. All right, guys. So not to um, delve into the fascinating world of uh, movie theater economics and stuff but like wait, that. Wait, <laughs> wait, Black Widow. Like, what? What are our? Um... I, I think he was coming back around. To that. Oh, were you coming back to Black <laughs> Widow? I thought you were trying to move on. No, he was, was saying like, let's oh, stop talking. Did you say move on or move on? <laughs> the uh, I was going to say what? Who was 
of the Romanov family, you know, and not the uh, Tsar Nicholas II Romanov, but um, <laughs> of the Black Widow family unit from Ohio, 1995, uh, who is who is y'all's favorite? You know, it could be like the actor, you know, David Harbour from Stranger Things, this <laughs> Red Red Guardian, um, uh, Elena Vostokov, Rachel Weisz, Elena Belova, Florence Pugh. I guess she becomes names? Violet McGraw or something, Scar Black Widow's nemesis, and then, of course, Black Widow. So their names are Elena and Elena, right? Melane, Melena? Melena. Like Melena. Elena. It's like Melinda without the D. Well, yeah, that was the name of our cat, actually. Before <laughs> it was, <laughs> Elena. Before it moved within with one of our neighbors, who apparently had nicer shades than we did. Apparently. Yeah, yeah, the cat literally just moved down some, the road. several doors down the road, and we would see it hanging out over there. <laughs> had his little knapsack on his yeah. shoulder. Yeah. No loyalty whatsoever with this cat. <laughs> um, but uh but yeah florence Pugh was really impressive i thought i i enjoyed her character i enjoyed like she she definitely was the more entertaining character she stole was stealing all the scenes yeah yeah and i couldn't i had a really hard time getting past the fact and i know there there's supposed to be obviously people who were wounded emotionally and physically from a very young age but I had a hard time getting past the fact that um, that Red Guardian and Elena or Molena, the mom person, Iron Maiden, yeah, that they were adults and they participated essentially in the trafficking of these girls. You know, like they they stood there while they were like tranquilized and transported places and stuff, and. And I feel like that was kind of, I know there's like moments of reconciliation and like sort of, but, but they let these children, there's no going back and not having these children be taken off against their will and treated so horribly, you know, and it just felt Red, like kind of. For the majority of the movie, Red Guardian was just kind of making jokes about yeah. it or right. just completely yeah. making light of it. Which supposedly that whole American Pie thing was his, like the actor's idea. To have oh really? Like a, that yeah. Elena's favorite song, "Grown Up American yeah. Pie." Because he he said the scene was just falling flat, and he was like, "What if we make it that she has like a favorite song from when she was a kid?" And um, there, when they're going through the marching band, refused to yield. You know that line. They actually, you're passing. There's a marching band like in the dis. Like they have a have film of that in the distance. Mm -hmm. Some neat little touches with that song. And then they're actually getting on a plane that <laughs> the Big Bopper and Richie Valens, you know, the guys that were on the, that died and, and the song depicts them dying and the plane flying into a mountainside. Um, they're getting in a plane, not unlike that. So it's right. kind of a lot of meta going on. Right. And the day the music died and like that these girls were, were living a somewhat idyllic life here in the u.s and then it died like that life just you know like a lot of parallels between the song and what it actually what the yeah. song's actually about and what you know the characters are going through and real quick that uh actress that played young black widow young um natasha 
uh, that's Mila Jovovich's daughter. Really? Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. Very cool. All you Resident Evil fans out there. Yeah, Ooh. that's pretty cool. I really thought I was gonna love David Harbour's uh, character, and I thought he had some. I thought he had some really funny stuff, and yeah. you know, I I could have been I could have been more famous than Captain America. You know, so, I love how he's stuck on that. But right. I think um, I think Florence Pugh is my favorite. When but she he, between her vest, how she kept talking about her vest and all the pockets. Right. Yeah, that's <laughs> which I'm pretty sure that if we go back and look now, I think in the movies following Civil War, which I guess would just be Infinity, Infinity War, War, I think Scarlett Johansson's wearing that vest. Oh wow, that's cool. In in that movie, but I haven't gone to check, so this is speculation. Yeah. Somebody let us know. <laughs> She's so wearing the vest. Red Guardian's character. Yeah. Like, do we do we realize what this implies? Right when he talk, he's talking about Captain America, and somebody points out Captain America was on ice in the eighties. In the eighties, or whenever. Yeah, but I fought him in the eighties. Do you remember? Do we know what this points out? Like what this is this the Stan Lee cameo theory? Oh, I don't know, but the, the basically it 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 draws attention to the fact that. Steve Rogers went back in time and was living more underground, oh. but as like still doing his duty as Captain America mm-hmm. across the country, but it wasn't broadcast, right? Yeah. Like it was kept under wraps. So Red Guardian went up against Steve Rogers in the eighties, well, if yeah. he's telling the truth, right? Yeah. Um, and, and but because uh, Black Widow only has experience with Steve Rogers that was on ice she doesn't know like and and he doesn't know right so it's a very interesting dynamic yeah he's like well no he never spoke of the red guardian because he was on ice right or i mean couldn't it also be the other captain america that got brought up in captain america i mean falcon and the winter soldier um falcon's captain America. america They never called him Captain America. Never mind. Oh, you're talking about that jerk guy? The jerk. <laughs> that the, was all uh, after um, Endgame. No, no, I'm talking about, well, the, the elderly guy. The, the black guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. But I don't think he ever went by the they name only experiment. America. They only experimented yeah. on him. They, they wouldn't, and, you know, because of Jim Crow era, they wouldn't have given him the title of Captain right. America. Right. The, the nerd theory that takes it one step further than um not uh than steve rogers when he's going living back through all those decades um the nerd theory that takes a bit further is that they were going to try to make all the stan lee cameos actually be Steve Rogers, elderly Steve Rogers, that Stan Lee was playing elderly Steve Rogers oh. all that time. <laughs> and that and on, on the bench at the end of Endgame, yeah. it was going to be Stan Lee that showed up. Oh my gosh. That's funny. But it doesn't, you know, it has a lot of problems with that because they they have Stan Lee, you know, like throwing, uh, you know, like running, uh, driving by the base where Captain America. Right. You know, there's 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 a lot there's of some contradictions. So, but it, it's a cool idea. A little bit funny. 
that's funny and they even have him in space at uh, that time yeah talking (laughs) which uh, i mean marvel had captain america in space several times too so well colby which uh, which of the romanoffs uh was your favorite well i've been quiet this whole time because in (laughs) consistent fashion i haven't seen it (laughs) (laughs) i've not been able to watch a full length movie in a Two months now. <laughs> Why did something happen? Uh, okay, <laughs> nobody's. <laughs> nope, we're just gonna let it go, let it fall. Colby um, had a baby. Yeah, it was so, awkward that Colby had the baby. No, I did. Yeah, Colby and his wife had a baby. I'm still trying to lose the the baby weight too. <laughs> that is a real thing, dude. I should learn. No, it really is. So apparently the science that oh, total side tangent, um, <laughs> but when your wife is pregnant, a man can have hormonal changes to release prolactin, which makes you build up additional body fat because they know you're going to need energy for the lack of sleep. No, it's a real thing. Man. So they say dad bod, right? People say dad bod. It's a real thing because you need energy through lack of sleep. Brilliant. That's so true. That's like why I've got these last few years hmm. lack of sleep <laughs> anyways it to answer your question depends. i don't know yet so I'm, I'm still gonna watch it probably pretty soon everyone dies <sighs> it's like the end well, of the departed speaking of everyone dying um just spoil you know the whole thing is spoiler alerts but um i really liked the end credit scene and this is gonna totally ruin it Colby, but <laughs> but um, we don't care. <laughs> Colby has removed his headphones. <laughs> okay, so let me let me just mute myself. So let me I'll set up the scene um because I love the Contessa Valentina character because I love Julia Louis Dreyfus. You know, since the days of Seinfeld and she was in anger management and veep and all I mean I just think she's hysterical. But um so Yelena is at the grave of Natasha. Um, so the post-credit scene is taking place after Endgame, after Natasha has, after Black Widow has sacrificed herself on Vormir to get the Soul Stone. So Yelena is visiting the grave of Natasha, and up walks Contessa Valentina. And she starts like blowing her nose. It's really funny. And it ruins a really somber moment in a really humorous way. But she shows Black Widow a picture of Hawkeye saying, don't you want to go after the man who killed your sister? Well, she, she said who's responsible for your sister's death. Right. Well, and right, she right. said this is your next mission. So like it wasn't like optional <laughs> right and so you know obviously contessa valentina is setting up some kind of dark team dark avengers anti-avengers anti-avengers uh and you're wondering this whole time who could be behind it and this i think it's more or less answered now because who would be the one apart from the Avengers themselves, to know what happened on Vormir. Red Skull. Red Skull. 
So Red Skull, now that the Soul Stone is gone from Vormir, he's released as the guardian, as the Red Guardian of the Soul Stone. So he's out and about, and that might be the 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 one pulling the strings behind Contessa Valentina. Also, they're both kind of have that German, East European uh, kind of thing going on. So what do you all think? Why, which I realize if we go down this path, we just end up in a bunch of bungled nonsense because they've ruined everything. But why <laughs> when Steve went back to put the soul stone back in the timeline, which is nonsense now too, because there's not even a single timeline. So how do you put something <laughs> back in a timeline when there's not one? But why didn't he just go back and put it back like a few seconds before, before she sacrificed herself and prevent her? from sacrificing herself well they they meant they they addressed that that it's it's forever mm -hmm. like that yeah. death is forever yeah but he could have gone back and prevented it before it happened no when she dies there is no going back yeah that's that's at least the rule that they laid down well they also laid down the rule that time travel you can't change anything and then they definitely changed that yeah yeah, yep. so, I really have zero respect for any rules that they set up at this point. <laughs> and um, while we were talking about Val, did y'all see the thing about um, now Marvel is denying this hardcore, but I think it's because I personally think it's because people noticed it sooner than they thought they would. But Val, V A L, people noticed that if you take the TVA logo and flip it upside down, because the V and the A look exactly the same on the TVA logo. Like there's no line going through the A. Oh, and, yeah. And the T is only like half of a T, so it looks like an L. So if you flip yeah. the TVA logo upside down, it, it says Val. Oh, yeah. I looked it up. It looks exactly like that. Yeah. So Marvel's like, oh, that's so funny. We didn't notice that. Like they literally like posted a tweet, mm -hmm. like, oh, we we hadn't noticed that. How crazy! And I'm like, really? Like you didn't? It's Disney. <laughs> they know everything they do. Right. That seems they really do. intentional. So, so there may be something there. They know what we're gonna say tonight. Except for the disgruntled designers that made all the movies in the 80s and 90s. <laughs> so funny. So they're saying that. So that would suggest that Contessa Valentina is pulling the strings herself, more or less. Somehow, like. maybe involved. Yeah, involved on another level. So or she's a manifestation of the TVA, but or you know. The issue is, is now we have no idea what the background of what the timeline that we're in is. What is reality? Like there's, there's no telling what is going on now. Like, oh, are weird. they going to like this? The only thing that's going to give us some answers is the new, next Doctor Strange movie. And it probably won't. And it's probably just going to confuse us even more. Yep. There was this villainess called Superia in the comics, and she put together the Themazons, which were like an all-female villain gang. And sounds fun. <laughs> one of the main people in that was Iron Maiden, which was uh, Milena, uh, Rachel Weisz's character i wonder if they're saying contessa valentina is superior or something like that like, are we gonna have a villain group of villainesses that'll be fun. led by scarlett johansson with her lawyers and <laughs> <laughs> such nice. she paves the way yeah there's a road 
Can, can I just say that as someone that raises Cooney Cooney pigs, that I was so excited. And that may be, <laughs> Milena might be my favorite character because she has a, a little herd of the same kind of pigs I do. But then she went and became my least favorite character and she stopped the pig from breathing. <laughs> that really kind of hit home. <laughs> she let him breathe again. She did stop him from breathing for an excessive His period face of time. Was so great. He's like, Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like I'm not breathing that. anymore. Why am I not breathing? <laughs> World's best pigs. Now both just turned her head in the same direction in unison. It was almost like it was coordinated. Was... <laughs> it's like the before. Yeah, mm -hmm. we knew this was going to come up. Just like Disney. That's what marriage is about. It's true. So some Catholic moments, uh, some Catholic opportunities <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> we had, um, so it's kind of, it's kind of an Anakin Skywalker moment, but the the red in Black Widow's book, like this thing that she did wrong, that she that moves her character arc for this movie is that she, in order to kill Dracoff, she exploded a bomb that presumably killed Dracoff's daughter, and and Dracoff went Emperor Palpatine Anakin Skywalker on his daughter and took the what was left of his daughter and made her into Darth Vader Taskmaster. And that was all really freaky. And do I think we get some Catholic morality there that that uh Natasha begins to understand that you can't can't do can't accomplish good by doing evil. And also like the idea that I mean so he was able to keep his daughter alive. But instead of just keeping her alive for her own sake, for some reason, he used his daughter for some weird assassin for his own purposes. It feels like there's something there as far as like that our children are not, our children are their own they're, and they're gods and they're not for, they're not here to accomplish our failed dreams or, you know, the things that we decide for them. You yeah, know. living vicariously through them. Right, right. Or or trying to use them as a means to an end of, of any sort. And uh, trying to manufacture children. Right, that too. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that was something that stood out to me from this movie was um, that when Natasha, so of course the, all the Black Widows have been under they we find out during the movie that the other black widows have been under mind control beyond what bucky barnes was under like mind control that was like it's not even really mind control it's like it's body control like their bodies were being used like remote control robots almost mm -hmm. um but to the point that they weren't aware of it um so when they get set free natasha says to them very pointedly um you're free to make your own choices and of course, we know that uh, Scarlett Johansson is a huge proponent of Planned Parenthood and the pro-choice movement. Um, so it seemed kind of like a pointed comment. And it just struck me like the irony that 
so many people think that the pro-life movement is anti-choice when in reality we are pro so many choices <laughs> we're yeah. we're pro so much self-determination other than the ones that end human life and and the movie the fact that the movie had a point about not killing a child as collateral damage <laughs> you know that that's bad yeah. yeah you shouldn't do that and yet it seemed like there was kind of a not so subtle nod you know um but yeah and that we can i think all wholeheartedly get behind these black widows being able to make their own choices that's not something that we're like oh no you know women able to make choices about their own lives that's why uh, the uh, worst we hate revoked. that no yeah so but i mean i guess that is an interesting point you were talking about they they we weren't they weren't just being mind controlled their bodies were being controlled right mm. which is a common pro-choice argument is that we're we're tr- pro-lifers are trying to right. control that's why i bodies. thought it was not at all when is it it's interesting another step isn't one of her struggles that they're also sterilized yeah and they're they're oh, yeah. sterilized yeah i think yeah, they, I remember that was they, something that she dealt with in, on all of yeah like some I mean, she pointed out much i remember how it, it was manifested but it's in um which i found out that okay so they bring it up in this movie too because the dad says the dad red guardian says to florence Pugh's character like is it your time of the month and she's like no dad because they come in and they rip your and she's very like (laughs) she makes him very uncomfortable she's like she's just like going on and on about you know they basically just come in and they you know just cut everything out and they rip it all you know um but i didn't realize and i think this is a fair criticism once i read about it that um in it's in um which one is it in is it an ultron I remember it was a, there was a scene that I think it's an Ultron. Yeah, that Hulk is coming out of the shower. She's standing there, and ironically, she the actress was pregnant. Scarlett Johansson was pregnant at the time during Ultron. Um, Which, so if you watch Ultron closely, you'll see that there aren't really they're any always shots shooting her from here up of her back. <laughs> they're shooting her from or here up or from behind, so yeah. that it could be a body double. It's like but, uh, Angela Kinsley in the office, or it's like it's all season five, I think. Right. Or season mm-hmm. six, one of them. The entire season. It's just, yeah, from her above. <laughs> yeah. So Anyways. she, he says something like, I can't ever have this because they're at Hawkeye's house with his wife and kids. And he, he says, like, you want to be with me? Like, I can't do this. Like, I can't have this life. And um, she said, neither, she says, neither can I, um, the graduation process in the red room is that they sterilize you. It's very efficient, yada, yada, yada. And then she looks over at him and says, still think you're the only one who's a monster or something to that effect. Right. And I didn't realize, but in hindsight, like it makes sense that it would have been that that was a hugely controversial line and kind of rightly so, because it kind of implies that like infertile women are monsters or something, Mm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's like on the one hand that scene seemed very powerful at the time that she's sharing about her infertility but it seems like they could have definitely handled it better than having her say having her call herself a monster you know well, um, and well, i guess it asked the question if that's the way she saw herself or if that right. was something that sure. they ingrained in her from the program right right and i think that's kind of how i took it you know at the time it's just like oh gosh look at the look at what doing this to somebody does to them, you know, like through and through. Yeah. 
And I'm glad they don't shy away from this character had a very traumatic past. You know, let's they they delve into that. They don't just gloss it over with. I mean, Red Guardian does have a couple gloss overs, but I think ultimately they deal with it. Right. One of the something I didn't notice in the first Avengers movie is that when Loki's imprisoned in that oubliette, that um you know, that Hulk cage, he's talking to Black Widow and he he says, he mentions Drakov's daughter. Like he says, that's that's uh, the terrible thing you did. And he tells it to her and she's, you know, just using it to, you think she's about to buckle under his, uh, Loki's persuasion, but, you know, she's just playing him. But he, but he actually says Drakov's daughter. I didn't, I never, I didn't catch that the first time. Yeah, because now that you're saying it, it sounds very familiar, but I had not thought about that. Makes so you wonder the complexities that might go into writing these stories. Yeah. It's like, if do you think they, they toss things in like randomly to see? And then when they're writing later movies, they're like, okay, what can we use, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's like this and, bank of like Easter eggs they can pull from different stories. And they were faithful to every reference they've made to black widow's past because they when black widow and age of ultron turns to hawkeye and said says uh can't be as bad as budapest or you know whatever they say mm-hmm. this is like budapest all over again yeah like, something budapest. like that and i mean they they brought all those loose ends together in this movie i thought that was artfully done that was good craft except that budapest didn't really look like what they showed us of what happened in Budapest did not look like how New York looked when they, you know, when she says like, oh, it's like, is it? Oh, yeah. And he, well, he does say you and I remember it very differently, but we presume that it's because Budapest wasn't as bad, you know, like that, like aliens are way worse. Yeah. Yeah. But, not much worse than New York City in that person. Hi. Hi. They didn't really address the thing in um, Endgame where Red Skull calls her like daughter of something, and they didn't really address that. Right. They only uh, Hawkeye was addressed as son of Edith. (laughs) Edith. Right, and and she was described as. they describe her father or her mother because we referenced that in the past that it's it could be a reference to a virgin birth that they or at least a protevangelium that they only mention somebody's mother as though they didn't have a father maybe that was thanos they only mentioned thanos's mother or something like that really i don't remember that. yeah i'd have to go back I, to my so notes look up all the things that red skull calls people yeah, isn't because he? I think he always said "son of," and then for one character he switches to, um, like he always says "son of father of a father." Yeah, he always says "son of father." He switches to "son of the mother's name" for one right. character. Right. And yeah, that was significant for some reason, but I'm blanking now. Yeah. Any um, last uh, thoughts on? 
Is that the baby monitor? Kobe? The baby asleep. Wish our baby was asleep. Is that the T1000's view of your baby? <laughs> Can't tell. <laughs> oh, any last thoughts on Black Widow? Now I need to watch it. <laughs> yeah. I think they done her wrong. And, <laughs> and I'm glad that she's staying. Is there, is there any precedent for actors suing Disney? I don't think so. I mean, not that I know of. But I mean, her. She's arguing that they blatantly violated her contract, basically. And there's that's one of my favorite memes I've seen, is it's her saying, "This is just like my contract all over again." And then it's Mickey Mouse instead of Hawkeye saying, "You and I remember your contract very differently." Oh gosh. Yeah, it's great. Um, Travers, uh, you know, the author of Mary Poppins. She sued. Uh, there was a lot of threatening of lawsuits. I right. think maybe the estate might have sued at some point. Hmm. But actors, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like there is an obvious deal. one. I mean, I'm guessing they're probably never going to work with her again. Yeah, I mean, they're like the mafia. You know, you can't run yeah. afoul of them. Yeah, but I guess she don't care. Thank you for nerding out with us, the Catholic nerds. This is Scott Smith. And Colby Allen. Mary Reed and Goody Reed. <laughs> Please do subscribe to this podcast and share it with all your friends, Catholic or not, Soviet or American. And remember, you too could have been more famous than Captain America. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs>